This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Indigenous groups have condemned Canada's trucker protests and symbols. Dan Karpinchuk reports one Native leader says the so-called Freedom Convoy is a result of unabashed entitlement among privileged Canadians. Several Native groups say they do not support the trucker convoy protest in Ottawa. One First Nation, the Algonquin Nations, says it does not support the setting up of a teepee, the pipe ceremony, and a sacred fire in Ottawa's Confederation Park. It says it did not give consent for the ceremonial practices, and they could cause more harm to First Nations. The Manitoba Métis Federation also says the use of Métis symbols during the protests is inappropriate and unacceptable. David Chartrand is the president of the Federation. I think they're trying to, to try to drag in the Indigenous uh, uh, message that they they got support from Indigenous people, and there is no way that we support this. A First Nation chief in Manitoba, Derek Nipanak, says the so-called Freedom Convoy is a result of unabashed entitlement among privileged Canadians. Canada's privilege or economy has been built on the oppression of Indigenous people. That has not changed, and those truths continue to build around this knowledge. How can I put energy into supporting a freedom convoy when we're still trying to find our lost children? Other Native leaders question whether the protest is really about health and vaccine mandates and speculate whether there is another agenda behind it. One Indigenous advocate said it's sad to see the kind of attention the trucker protest has raised and that children of residential schools being found, as well as the calls for action on the number of missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls, is all but silent. For National Native News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk. A former tribal college student who fought for the rights of student journalists has won. Jared Nally has settled a lawsuit against leadership of Haskell Indian Nations University in Kansas. Nally, former editor of the student newspaper The Indian Leader, fought back after the former president of Haskell officially instructed him to stop engaging in news and information gathering in October 2020. The Foundation for Individual Rights and Education backed Nally and helped him with a lawsuit against the school. On Tuesday, the U.S. District Court for the District of Kansas ordered Haskell to adopt policy reforms to protect the First Amendment rights of students and safeguard the editorial independence of the student newspaper. Nally says the immediate impact will help protect free speech on campus, but hopes there will be similar impacts for students at other tribal colleges and universities across the country. It might inspire other students who have things to say and input for the school to be able to take a stand. And I think we are being watched as everything plays out publicly, that uh, other schools, other TCUs even, really look at this as an example on what a relationship with the student press needs to be and that there are consequences if students or if universities try to stifle students. Nally graduated from Haskell last fall. He's considering graduate school and is currently a guest editor at a magazine. Under the settlement, the university must pay $40,000 in attorney's fees. One claim still stands, which is expected to continue at the Supreme Court to hold federal officials accountable for their actions. Haskell is a federally operated university. Tribal leaders from across the country are gearing up for the National Congress of American Indians Winter Session, which kicks off Sunday. NCAI President Von Sharp will deliver the State of Indian Nations Address Monday. Native American Congresswoman Sharice Davids will give the congressional response. And U.S. Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland will update tribal leaders on federal initiatives. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Vision Maker Media, currently seeking documentary film proposals for public media television broadcasting that represent the cultures, experiences, and perspectives of Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Deadline for submission is Friday, February 11th at visionmakermedia.org. Support by the Sanoski Chambers Law Firm, championing tribal sovereignty and defending Native American rights since 1976, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.